just go to the Lord in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we indeed we are amazed by your grace, by your love, by your care. Father, we can never and never comprehend the depth or the height, the width of your love and your grace towards us, Father. Human language can never explain or try, Father, to describe how great is your love and your grace towards us, Father. We feel so little, so humbled, Father, just to realize that the great God, the creator of heaven and earth, creator of the universe, way back billions of billions of billions of billions of years thought of us. God's grace, Father. Just want to say thank you, Lord, for that grace. The same grace brought Jesus Christ on Calvary. The same grace sent a prophet. The same grace called us. The same grace is feeding us. The same grace is leading us. The same grace today, Father, still in the middle of us, in the midst of us, Father, when the testimony we heard this evening, it's the same grace, just expanding, expanding. Oh God, how great you are, how marvelous you are, how wonderful you are, Lord. You deserve the glory and the honor, Father. We glorify your name, we worship you, Lord. Only you are worthy to be worshipped, Father. Lord, who could have saved us? Only you, Father. Lord, we thank you, Father, from the bottom of our heart. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. We are nothing. You are the master. You are the, the great I am. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are the almighty God. You are the healer. You are the savior. You are the redeemer. You are the all in all who fills everything. Oh, Father, you are in all of us. Father, we glorify your name. Thank you, Father, for just touching us and every day. Reminding us you are still there. No matter the ups and downs, you are still there. Father, we just rely on your grace, looking up to you and only to you. Every step of our way, just holding your hand to walk with you. Father, we thank you for another year. It has been expressed many times, Father, but from my lips and from my heart, I would also like to say thank you, Father. Thank you for the people. Thank you for each part, Father. Thank you for each member of the body. Because, Father, we work together as a family, looking only to your grace. Father, may you visit us again this evening, as you have done this morning, as you have done through the song service. Father, we lay our heart at the bottom of your feet, just to you to feed us with the bread of life. May you break the bread of life to our heart, Father. We bring to you, Lord, as that little boy who brought the fish and the bread. Father, we have nothing, but you, may you take it and multiply it, Father. That will be a blessing to our soul and to each one of us. Father, we love you, Lord, and we glorify your name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Sorry for that. Thank you, musician. God bless you.
Greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ on this new year. Amen. Just keep pressing on, amen. It's been those who have been in the net. Brother Balaam said one thing in the court, and one time I sent that to friends who I studied with back, I think it was last year or the year before. It's in the court of Brother Balaam, and I think the year after, and the other year, they, some of them don't know necessarily the message, but they sent me that quote back to me. So, oh yeah, thank you, at least. At least they're sharing something positive. And, uh, but they say that, I want to say this before I start, I wish to each one of you all the most successful, blessed, full, healthy new year that I can wish to you. God be with you. May you grow both physically and spiritually and financially and materially, everything that God can bring upon you, I pray that he'll do, to it, he'll do it. Now I'm facing a new year myself. God only knows what lays in the future. Amen. As the pastor said this morning, just, just want him to lead us, and yes. we want to rededicate ourselves more to him. Amen. Yes. Amen. I want to keep you long. and. Let's go and read Leviticus 26. And we certainly enjoyed the service this morning. Amen. Uh, looking forward for the next part of it. Leviticus tw- 26. It's a little bit long. Um, now let you sit. It says, verse 1, We shall make no idols, no graven image, neither rear you up a standing image, neither shall ye set up any image to st- of stone in your land to bow down unto it, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbath and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time, and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. And I will give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid, and I will read evil beast out of the land, and neither shall the sword go through your land. And you shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase an hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. Amen? It's the promise of God to his people. And for I will have respect unto you and make you fruitful and multiply you and establish my covenant with you. May God bless his word. You can have your seat. The enemy has been attacking me a little bit. Uh, If my voice goes a little bit uh, sideways, but uh, I'm feeling better, better, but uh, just uh, try not to Try not to yell as you usually do. <laughs> but, uh, 
First um, Corinthians three. Who then is Paul and who is, who is Apollos, but ministers by whom you believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So, verse 7, so then neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one. And every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. According to the promise of, to the, to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and other buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he had built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. Amen. I'd like to share with you this evening, and I'll need your help. I'd like to share the amen and the atmosphere. Amen. Yeah. I'd like to share with you a thought this evening, just at the beginning of the year, so maybe as an introduction to the year. I'd like to share with you a thought. God promised to give the increase. God has promised to give the increase. The increase, I believe the increase is God's responsibility, and I believe he's going to accomplish it. I'd like to take from that context where Paul is talking to the Corinthians, a little bit rebuking them, because from, they were from one minister to the other, there were some preferences between Paul and Silas and Apollos and different things, and he's trying to tell them, I, made, I put the foundation there, I put the foundation, some man built upon on it. But it's God who is doing the increase. It's God who is doing the ultimate work. It's not us. It's God who is who's making the things to increase. Because you can do all the things. If he's not the one who is increasing, then you have put the foundation for nothing. You have tried to build something for nothing. It has to be him doing the increase upon it. And I had a thought, a thought about what the prophet preached. And what the prophet said, one message has got to my heart. And it's touched me in my heart. What the prophet was saying. The prophet said something. Um, here, and uh, no, I want to say that the, the very last, but uh, let me put it here. The prophet says, in Mary's belief, you wanting a revival, start watering the word. Start watering the promise. Start watering the promise that makes me feel religious myself. If you want to come out of the wheelchair, start watering the word. If you want to come from that cancer, start watering the word. So our responsibility is to sow the word and to water the word. But God he has promised that he's going to give the increase. 
Amen. Praise be to God. In the Old Testament, in the, in the, the Old Testament, we know that the blessing of the natural land were linked or were linked or related to the obedience to the, to the word of God, was linked to the obedience to the law. They have to follow the statute. They have to keep the commandment. They have to follow that in order for God to send rain in due seasons. Amen. The land shall heal or increase. He said, the land shall heal or increase. I will send the rain. The land shall heal or increase. The tree of the field shall heal her fruit. Amen. But they have to follow the word of God. Even back then, it has to be based on faith. Let me tell you the Christian walk, and I want, I want you to preach on Christian walk. A Christian walk is based on faith. It's not based on the knowledge. It's not based on reasoning. The Christian walk is based on faith. Amen. May God give us more faith. Based on, the, on faith. Remember, even the Old Testament, he was already putting that, that principle there. You have to walk by faith. They, have, they had a certain years where they, wouldn't have to, they didn't have to sow anything. Sometimes they will be wondering, if we don't, if we don't sow anything, how are we going to, are we going to gather? How are we going to, to gather to harvest next year? But God told them, you have to follow me. You have to trust me. You don't sow it, but I'm going, before you sow it, God is going to make an increase for that year so that it's going to fulfill your needs for the time where you don't have to sow anything. It was already giving them a principle to trust the Lord. You need to trust me. You need to put your confidence in my Lord. I'm the one giving the rain. I'm the one increasing. Let me tell you that principle has not changed even today. We keep walking by faith. We keep walking by what the word of God says. Jesus Christ had to believe what the word of God said about him. We have to believe what the word of God is saying about the bride. We will be overcomers. Amen. She shall never fail. Amen. Praise be to God. A Christian walk is based upon completely on faith. Tithing is a matter of faith. Amen. It does, it's not the principle. It's not my subject today. It's not into details. Don't feel, don't feel. Oh, last year I didn't pay any tithes. It's not my subject today. It doesn't correspond. I still need a little volume. It doesn't correspond, it doesn't correspond to the scientific rule. You take out, but God says, you take out, I'm going to supplement the part that you take out. How is he going to justify it mathematically, scientifically? You don't have an answer to that, but God wants you to walk by faith. As you are doing that, God is going to supply to that need. As you take out, God is going to give you the double of what you take out. Maybe it doesn't correspond to that month, next month, the next month, but God is going to supply to that need. As you put a little bit of faith on the small things, God is going to see that your faithfulness, how you are reliable in the small things, you will see how you will be reliable on big things. Don't look for big things if you can't be reliable for small things. Lord, I just want to walk by faith. Paul was speaking, as Brother Banner will talk and make a comparison between Paul and James. He will make that comparison many times to say, Paul was looking at how a Christian can be justified. The just shall walk by faith. You are justified by faith. You are justified by faith. And James will say you are justified by your works. There is no contradiction in the Bible. It's just the way you look at it. It's one aspect of it. Paul is looking at what God sees. 
and James is looking at what man sees. God is, Paul is looking at, Paul is saying what God sees, and what God sees is right. What man sees is also right. And like the way the prophet says, he says, if you say, I got faith in God, I'm afraid to put your, and you are afraid to put your faith to work, then it won't do you no good. Faith has to produce works. Faith has to produce change. Faith has to produce transformation. Faith has to produce more closeness to God. You've got to launch out. That's what the matter with the people today of this world. Many of them has faith, but they're afraid to launch out with it. They've got faith only when things are going good. And this is my note. With faith is only, only when things are going good. But when things are going bad, can you still trust in the Lord? For this new year, we want to say, God, I want to trust in you. Because it's not you. It's not myself who kept myself all this way. It was your grace all this way. If you're just afraid to venture a little bit, the prophet continues, just to say, well, I can, I can do all things with Christ who strengthened me. It's not you doing the work, it's God who's inside of you, who strengthened you to do the work. Oh, praise be to God, amen. That sometimes God will lead us in a situation where we don't have to trust on our own understanding, but just have to rely on God, saying, God, you know, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but because your word says so, at thy word, I will follow thy word. Peter didn't have to understand. He thought he was a good fisherman, but a, a fish of a fish, a fish. But when he understand, when he, he came to understand that it has not to it has not to rely on all his experiences. No many how many years he has been a fisherman, but he had to understand that God told him you have to throw your net on this side. Because it is the master saying, At thy word, Lord, I just want to follow your word. Amen. Christian work is based on faith. The Lord Jesus Christ compared the kingdom of God to a man who went out to sow seeds. The first thing as the Lord Jesus Christ raises in that parable, he's talking is about the kind of ground, the kind of ground where the seed is being planted. As Brother Ray has mentioned it, we want our, we want, we want our heart to be a bedding ground where the, the seed can just follow and reproduce itself. But Jesus Christ is addressing here, he's telling the kind of, the kind, the kind, the kind of ground where the seed is going to follow, to, to fall. The kind of, the kind of soul determines the result you are going to have. It needs a certain kind of ground. Amen. The word of God is the seed. The word of God is the seed of God. The seed of God is the word of God. But we need to find a perfect, a perfect ground where it can grow. The prophet says it takes a certain vitamin in the soul to produce the grain. Amen. It takes a certain kind of soul to produce the grain. Amen. It's got to be in the right kind of soil. It has to be, it won't grow the grain. You have to take certain grounds. It won't, if you take certain ground, it won't grow this. It will grow something else. And he says, weeds will grow pretty well anywhere, any kind of ground. Sometimes we don't invite weeds in our know, backyard, but the weeds come there. 
They don't ask for your permission to come there. Oh, yo, those weeds, I hate them. I hate those weeds. Oh, my wife usually lets to joke at me. So, do you have grass or do you have weeds? <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> I leave them until they come to maturity, then I'll deal with them. That's according to the word. But, you know, sometimes you just find a way to escape things. So. But the weeds will grow pretty near anywhere. But the word of God, it's specific. It needs a certain kind of ground where it has to grow. Amen. Oh, amen. It's a long passage. The prophet is giving the interpretation of that. Let's just go through it. I don't want to last too long, but just as I'm going to my notes here. It says in Matthew 13, 10, 23, it says, The disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Matthew 13, 10. And he answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, and to them it is not given. Oh, praise be to God. It is given unto you to know the mysteries of God. How thankful we should be to God to know that it has been given unto us to know the mysteries of God. We didn't comprehend it on our own knowledge. It has been God's grace to know the mysteries of the serpent seed. It has been hidden through all the ages but revealed to the bride. To know the mystery of the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not given to our own understanding. Theologians had the Bible for all these years, but they couldn't see that in the Bible. God had to send a prophet to reveal that to us. Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of God. To know the mystery of the Holy, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. To know the mystery of God himself visiting us in the person of the, in the, person of the pillar of fire returning in the bride. Amen. We know all these things, not of our own knowledge, but it has been by revelation. Paul, as he's relating to that, he says, those mysteries have been given to me. It's not because I learned them. They have been given, made known unto me by revelation. Ephesians 3, 3. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. It's by revelation that the word of God has to be made known to you individually. By revelation, personal revelation. Praise be to God. Oh. For whosoever had to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever had not from him shall be taken away, even doth he have. Don't want to compare, but that's what we see in denomination. The little bit of light they had. Because they don't want to stick with the whole truth, even the little light they had, now it's getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer to disappear. There is no standard anymore. There is no reference anymore. It becomes, it means diluted because they dilute the word of God. It, they, they kill the effect of the word of God. They crucify Christ afresh by denying the word of God. It's, it's, it's killing the, the effect of the word of God. But we want the Bible to continue to have the effect inside of us. Therefore, speak I to you, to them in the parables, because they, seen, they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing you shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see, and shall not perceive 
but these people's heart is vexed, is vexed gross, and their heart, their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and ears with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear those things at which you hear and have not heard them. Oh, praise be to God for his grace. Hear he therefore the power of the soul. When any one hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. And but he that receiveth the seed in, into stony places, the same is he that hears the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. And yet he had no root in himself, but dureth for a while. And when tribulation and persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. Oh, that's a big word there, to be offended. By the way, I touched a little bit on this morning, and I read I had already in my notes. So it touched me when I read that. Don't be offended. Don't be easily offended. Don't be quickly offended. Don't be quickly disappointed. You, the walk of a Christian is a walk by faith. You might say, but how can I be offended? How, you might oh, but I've been a believer for many years, yet don't still be careful. Don't be offended. Don't put your eyes on many different things happening around. Keep your eyes on Christ. Keep your eyes on the word of God. Keep your eyes on the relationship that you have between God and you. That's your focus. Don't be offended by many things. Many things will happen. Many things will continue to happen. But God, keep me in your word. Keep me walking with you, Lord. Amen. When Jesus was questioned, I think Brother Bannon preached one message, and it was very good to talk, to read that message, listen to it, and listen to it from time to time. He talked about forgotten beatitude. Forgotten beatitude is blessed are those who are not being easily offended. It's a forgotten beatitude. There is a blessing for not being offended. But when he's talking about it, he was talking about John in the prison. His eagle eye had filmed over. He's being the greatest of the men, great of the old men, but still he was a little bit offended. He was a little bit offended because he saw things he had. He thought that things would happen a certain way. He thought that things would happen. The, the one he presented, he was sure about the one he presented. He saw the sign upon the one he presented. He knew that he was the Messiah. But as the ages go, as time passes, as years go by, many years go by, 2020 now, we start sometimes you can be disappointed. You can be a little bit let me say disappointed. Let me say offended a little bit. That's not the way I thought things will go. That's the way I didn't think I didn't think my family will go. That's the way I didn't think I prayed about this thing, but it didn't turn out the way I thought it would turn out. Don't those things discourage you. Keep focusing on God. Don't be offended by that. He's still there. Oh, praise be to God. God, don't let us to be easily offended. Help us to stay focused on you. As his, as his eye got dimmed a little bit, as eagle as he was, Jesus Christ didn't rebuke him. 
He didn't rebuke him and didn't say bad things about him. He said good things about him. The prophet says, now don't be offended. I believe there are more people offended in Jesus than any other person that ever lived on earth. They get offended too quickly. Forgotten beatitude. Let me say this. The devil is there to discourage us. No matter how spiritual you are, his task is try to discourage, to discourage us. When he comes to discourage us, find your refuge in the word of God. Fill the field with the seed of the word of God. Sow the seed, water the word of God. Even the prophet will say, sometimes the devil will come and put things on him to the point he gets moody, to the point where he gets, he gets some spells upon him that, that get him overworked, that Satan comes telling him, why? Nobody cares for you. You really don't have a friend at all. Or the different, what, what the devil was trying to do, as prophet as he was, he was trying to put negative thought inside of him. But then he will point what was his reference, what was his defense, what is the way of defending himself. He will point to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Don't be offended me. No matter what takes place, everything is working right on schedule. God is not late on his program. God is right on schedule. <laughs> oh, praise be to God. You know, Jesus didn't have, the prophet said, Jesus didn't have to rebuke John for that. He didn't say, well, I'm ashamed of my apostle. I'm ashamed of my prophet. No, he never said that. He didn't say that. What the world is going to say about this when you've come, come preaching and say, what a great Messiah, such a great Messiah. Then you send out to ask if I'm a Messiah. He never rebuked him. Oh, when I was just reading this, oh God, may you help us. Sometimes we are very quick to respond with a negative thing. But Jesus Christ, being a master, he didn't rebuke him very quickly. He pointed him to the word of God. He said, when John said the worst thing that he could say to Jesus, Jesus said the best thing that John ever had to say about him. Oh, what a lesson there. Oh, when went you out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind. But what went ye out to see? A man clothed in soft raiment. Behold, they that wear soft clothed, clothing are in kings' houses. But when ye out to see a prophet, ye I say unto you, more than a prophet. We have received also more than a prophet. How do you know that it's more than a prophet? Because he had to present the Lamb of God. Oh, praise be to God. Say good things then. Say something good about somebody. Talk about Jesus. Say something loyal, something real. That's the way to get rid of devils. Oh, how do you get rid of devils? Say something good all the time. That's the way to get rid of devils. Oh, praise be to God. If you could take that advice in marriages and relationships, that would be a very good thing. Let me get out that devil or that of my husband. Say good things, the devil will run out. <laughs> Oh, praise be to God. I just want this evening to emphasize on the, on the, on the, on the thought, sow the seed, water the seed, God will take care of the increase. Do you remember the Syrophoenician woman? She was there, she didn't, she, she, she was there and Jesus Christ, she came to Jesus Christ. She went through so many obstacles. 
Then she came, finally she came to the disciples. The disciples rebuked her. The disciples told the master, can you send her away? As she came close to Jesus Christ, the disciples discouraged her. She could have been easily offended, but she was persevering. She had faith. Amen. Faith keeps you going and being perseverant. She was persevering. She came even to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ himself kind of tell us something that could have easily offend her, easily disappoint her. He said, I'm not, I was not sent to people like you. I was not sent to dogs like you. I can't take bread from my, ch- bread from my children and give to dogs. Oh, if you could tell dogs, some of the people are dogs. <laughs> oh. As he's saying that himself, prophet, you, you, you're listening, you're listening to the message, you see how prophet saying, if I could say to if I could call some Pentecostal dogs, you'll see how they really act. Yeah. If I could show some of the people here in the message that you are dogs, oh, I won't be the best preacher ever. <laughs> well, let me tell you, sometimes God can say things in order to test your faith, to see how long you will go if you stay perseverant. Maybe it doesn't come from the preacher. Maybe it comes from a brother or a sister. God, but God is testing your faith. He sees if you still hold on, if you still continue with the word of God. Maybe it comes from different websites here and there. But are you focusing on your faith and your relationship with God? That's true. She said that's true, Lord, but the dogs under the table eat the children's the children's cramp. He never prayed for that girl. Jesus never prayed for that girl. He never said one thing about her being healed. He just said, for that saying, for this saying, for this saying, go thy way, thy daughter is healed. For this saying, because you are sowing the right seed, because of this saying, God is giving you the desire of your heart. Oh God, help us to say the right thing. Amen. How many remembers the Woods brothers? Brother Lyle and Brother Bankwood. They were just talking about how God has touched their heart, God has experienced in their life. And they were talking about God has done, how God has revealed the word to them. And then they had the thought, let, let us go to the, to, the, to the Sunday school teacher. That lady who helped us when, when we were still Jehovah Witnesses, Jehovah Witnesses. Let us go to her and testify to her about the Lord Jesus Christ. And the angel of the Lord liked that. The angel of the Lord liked their testimony, their attitude, what they were saying, what they were sowing. Because of their attitude, the angel said to the prophet, there will be a resurrection of a small animal. Let me tell you, maybe you don't have, let just your amen to the word of God be a testimony that you agree with the word of God. God will give you the resurrection of a small animal. Oh, praise be to God. And what about Hattie Wright? The other day, she didn't ask for nothing. She was not asking for anything. She was not asking for anything, but she was just saying the right word. She was just agreeing with the word of God. That's nothing else but the truth. That's nothing else but God confirming his word. That's nothing else but God visiting us in this last age. Then the presence of God came down. Let me tell you, the same angels who was there is the same angel is here this evening. As you agree with the word of God, as you water the word of God, the same angel will give you the desire of your heart. Because that is his re- 
responsibility. As you, as you sow the seed, as you water the seed of God, God is sent there to increase the seed. She didn't ask for nothing. She, just, she was just sitting there and she said the right thing, which pleased the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit spoke back and said, Hedy, ask anything that you will, whatever you got and you want. And God fulfilled that. Those are not only stories for the out back there. Those are stories as an example for the bride who will come and who will stay with the word of God. Who will nurture the word of God, will feed upon the word of God, make the word of God her possession. God is going to do the same thing in our life. We don't know the future, but we know the one who holds the future. We know the one who's going to back up his own word all the time. Amen. Prophet says, if you got to come to that way sometime, that's why I want to put up my life for the Lord Jesus Christ, everything that I can do for him. And I can only serve him as I serve his people. You can only love him as you love each other. I can only love him as I love you and you love me. Just reading that slowly so that it goes down. And together we love God. And we become his children. In that I serve you, you serve me. And that's where we're serving God. Jesus said, in so much as you have done unto the least of these little ones, you have did it unto me. So if we want a blessing, let's be a blessing to someone else. And a blessing will return. Like casting your bread upon the water, it will return. And that's true. In all walks of life, you'll find that. You usually reap just as you sow. So let's do good, talk good, and be kind. And people talk about us, we'll say good things and kind things. And good things will come our way, it will give them out. If we'll give them out. Coming back to the story of John the Baptist, the Lord Jesus Christ didn't send him another book of theology to, to read, but he pointed him to the word of God. This is what he told him. He says, the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, the dead are risen, and the poor has the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he who is not offended me. Oh my, that was the sign of the Messiah. That was the sign to show him that the sign that the true holiness church today, as much as they are falling, is still the mark of the calling of Jesus Christ, the man and woman who stand for the unadulterated gospel, for salvation to the soul, to the poor, to the needy. Let me tell you the message of God, what the message of the hour can never denominate, can never be denominated. Let me tell you, if someone, if someone asks you, someone is questioning you, don't try to go into too much theory, too much explanation, too much trying to make things change. Just tell him, him how, how, how your candle got lit. Just tell him what the message has done in your life. Just tell him what he has produced in your life. Just let your testimony be the 
one that is talking the most. You see my life, I used to drink. Now I don't drink anymore. What did that? God did that through this message. You know, you remember, I used to be a Catholic, fervent Catholic. I used to still be full of lust. But since I met the Lord Jesus Christ, he has changed my life. Point him to the word of God made flesh. You will be disappointed if you go gone too many theories and things that the devil knows very well the Bible more than mo- many of us. But what we have to do is to stick with what has been a personal experience to our life. It's not a man who changed my life. It's God who changed my life. Amen. The message is true. The souls are being saved. Lives have been changed. Young people are giving their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. The many people are being saved. The healed are being, the sick are being healed. Amen. It's still real today. Amen. So we'll be in the end time. Everything's running according to schedule. Don't be offended. Just believe. Today, churches are offending him. Churches are offending the people, are offended, they are frustrated, they don't know what to think, whether to call it mental telepathy, something else, or don't be offended. Let me tell you the conditions of the end time says that many people shall be offended. Many shall be offended, Matthew 24, 10. Many shall be offended, shall betray one another, shall hate one another. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But they that endure to the hand, the same shall be saved. Christian walk is still a walk of faith. It's an individual relationship, amen. I like this quote, the prophet, the way he's saying here, he says, as many as being offended, the Spirit of God can never be offended by the Word of God. He said the Spirit of God cannot be offended by His Word. He comes to His Word. He's always willing. A real saint of God wants to tow to the mark. Yes, sir. I want to be corrected. I want to be corrected. The Spirit of God wants you to be corrected. And if you are a real seed of God, you want to be corrected. You don't get offended because the Word of God is being preached, because the Word of God is, is maybe, maybe scorching you a little bit. If you are a seed of God, you say, God, that's what I need. I want to be changed. I want to be corrected. I want to be judged today. Oh, I want the Holy Spirit, the prophet said, I want the Holy Spirit to correct me in things that I'm doing that are wrong. I don't want nothing substitutionary. I want the real thing or nothing, real thing or nothing. I want the real thing or nothing. Because the most dangerous thing is to put you in the middle where you think that you have the real thing, but you don't have nothing at all and being disappointed at the end. I want the real thing or nothing at all. Because I'd rather do that than to bring a reproach on the Christ. Therefore, we are not offended. The evening lights are shining. We are following the pillar of fire. As we heard last Sunday. If he asks us to wait, we wait. If I said, don't stop, we stop. We don't be offended. But I want to move forward. I want things to happen quick. I want this answer. If he tells me, wait, I wait. Because I want his leadership, not my own leadership. Amen. If you look at the people or disciples in the time of the resurrection, oh, what a terrible time. They, were, they, they have their own idea, their own thought. They thought things will go a certain way. But he had to fulfill the word of God. The way it has to be fulfilled. 
What they needed is to be aligned with the revelation as the word of God is being unfolded. Amen. Some of them went to the old occupation, completely forgot about the master. Let me tell you, many of the people, many people in the message might go back to the old occupation, but there is a bride who will not be offended, who will stay with the word of God. Amen. Someone will stay with, like Martha stayed with the Lord Jesus Christ. He came a little bit, she, she could have been disappointed. She could have been disappointed. She had the right to be disappointed. As the prophet would put it, she had the right maybe to rebuke him, but she didn't rebuke him because she knew that he was the master. Lord, even now, even now, it didn't happen the way I thought that things would happen, but even now, Lord, you are still able to do what you promised. Because she watered the word of God, God fulfilled his promises. Oh. Can to skip a few things here, just save time. We are in the season of receiving the seed. May we allow only the seed to be sowed inside of us. Philippians 4 says, Finally, brethren, are you still with me this evening? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, what is the best thing that is true? The word of God. Whatever things are honest, what is the best thing that can be honest? The message of the hour. Whatever things are just, the word of God. Whatever things are pure and adulterated, the word of God. Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, whatever things that have virtue, if there is any praise, think on those things. Think on those things. Let your mind be impregnated by those things. In order to be overcome in this last age, let your mind be impregnated with those things. Because that's the only way you can only be an overcomer. Amen. As Brother Banham was thinking, as Brother Banham was thinking on the third pool when he had to create the, the square one, he was thinking on, on Mark 11. He was thinking on the scriptures. He was thinking on what God told him to tell to this mountain. He was thinking on those things. He was meditating upon those things. Then the Spirit of the Lord came. He gave an unction and inspired. He told him, Speak what you want. May the brothers, we are going years after years. Lord, help me to think more on the things that are pure, on the things that have virtue. Worries has no virtue. Worries has no virtue. Amen? <laughs> you can stay there and think and worry and what if should have been this. There is no virtue on that. But take the word of God. Even now, Lord. Even now. Even this year. You can still fulfill your word. I've been praying for this thing for many years. I've been praying for this one. This, I didn't see maybe the result last year. But even this year, let it be done according to your word. Because you are faithful. Those things which you have born, both learned and received and heard and seen in me and do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. Read what the prophet says again. You're wanting a revival, start watering the word, the promise. If you want to come out of the wheelchair, start watering the word. If you want to come from that cancer, start watering the word. 
How can we water the word of God? The prophet answers that question himself. He says, the Holy Spirit bears record of the predestinated gift that the church claims she has. What? By watering the word, punctuating in the word with an amen. When it said, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you say, amen. When it says these other things, you say, amen. That's it. Amen to everything. It punctuates the word of God by saying, amen. How can you water the word of God? You say, amen. I don't understand it, but because you said it, I say, amen. God bless you for that. Like the faith of Mary, let it be done to me according to your word. Lord, you did ask me, you did not ask me to say how I feel or how I can imagine. You asked me, do you believe? Do you believe? Because the Christian walk is a walk that goes by faith. Do you believe like Abraham believed? Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God all the time. He didn't see the result, but he still glorified God. God, you promised me that Sarah shall have with me and Sarah we shall have a son. Sarah, do you have anything? Do you feel anything? Oh, I don't feel anything. But praise be to God. God will give us a son. One year past, Sarah, do you see anything? Oh, I don't feel anything. Praise be to God. God gave me it. God, God will give me a son. Because the miracle will be more glorious next year than this year. The miracle will be more glorious as I'm waiting upon the promise of God. I keep watering the word of God. I keep believing in the word of God. I keep praising God upon the word of God. Amen. A Jew, as we are believing upon the word of God, we are then, and we are then sons of Abraham. A real Jew is the one who believes, a real spiritual Jew, the one who believes the word of God as Abraham believed the word of God. Do you believe that? Oh. Prophet says. So many things I could say, but in Mary's belief again, it says. When God, Jesus told them to wait in the upper room of the city of Jerusalem until they were endued with power from on high, that word fell on their ears. They was, they, they was in the temple continually praising God day and night. What was they doing? They were watering the promise. All of a sudden there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. The word was being watered and it took life and started growing. How do, they, how do you water the word of God? By praising the Lord of Jesus Christ. By praising him for what he's going to do. Amen. Think of Caleb. Caleb, when he had already the promise, he was not looking at the giant. He was not looking at the obstacles. He was just looking at the promise. God, I praise you because you promised so. Lord, I praise you because you promised me your word says, by your stripes I'm healed. God, I believe you because you so say that if you believe, your family shall be saved too. Lord, how can you continue praising you when I don't see the result? Your word says so. Oh, praise be to God. The spies murmured about the word of God. They murmured. What was the result? They murmured about the word of God. They couldn't water the word of God. It didn't produce anything. Although it was the seed, but because they couldn't water it, by believing it, it didn't produce anything. But those who believed, it produced a result. God made the increase. The same God who pro promised for the increase back then is the same God today. Amen. Abraham believed in hope against hope. It means he believed beyond hope. 
sometimes hope becomes the worst enemy because you, you believe, because you have lived the hope. And you know, sometimes God has to break any hope around us. Sometimes he puts you in a situation, you think, oh, I'm going through this situation, I'm still getting help, I'm still trusting on a man there, on a man there, on a man there, on a man there. But one after one, God is breaking them, God is breaking them, God is breaking them. He just wants you to look up to him. Because he doesn't want you to rely on your hope. He wants you to have faith. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself too. And he brings you situations where you have no hope around you. Only faith. Because faith has to be, is the substance. Amen. Amen. There is power in praising the Lord. There is power in praising the Lord before you see the result. There is power in believing God and praising him before you see the result. There is power in confessing the word of God before you see the result. May God help us to continue praising him before we see the result. The right mental attitude towards any promise of God will make it to pass. Is the right, 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 the right, right, what is the right mental attitude? God, your word is faithful. Your word is true. You will make it to accomplish. I don't understand it, but you are faithful. Amen. Brother Ed mentioned this morning, as a, he was talking about the vision 2020. And I think we, I just had it also to mention that, as a pastor mentioned that as well. Let's read vision 22, 2020. 2 Chronicles 20. It came to pass after this, one, three. It came to pass that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon, and with them other beside the Ammonites, came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that, that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side of Syria, and behold, they be uh, as a Zontama, which is Hegidi. Oh. And Josaphat feared, feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim the fast throughout all Judea. And Judea gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So there was a problem there, but there, I like the attitude. The attitude was to seek help from God. As he came to death, then Joseph had give directions. He got a promise from God, but he also gave directions. What the direction that he gives, he gives in 19.1. In verse 19, he says that the Levites and the children of Korahite and the children of Korite stood up to praise the Lord of Israel with a loud voice on high. They didn't have the result yet, but they start praising the Lord for what God has already promised. He just gave them a prophecy, but they start already praising the Lord. We are watering the word of God. We are watering his promise. The result will come after. God is responsible of making the increase. Oh, may God help us. Then he gives 2020. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and, shall, and so shall, shall, shall he be established. Believe his prophet, so shall he prosper. 
you shall prosper. How can you prosper? Believe in the word of God. Believe is a prophet. Have you received a prophet? Have you believed in your prophet? You shall prosper. Maybe not like to the eyes of the world, but God will make you prosper in all aspects. And I want the prosperity of God. I want the increase of God. Amen. And when he had consulted the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord and they should, that they should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. But the enemy is still there, Joseph. Praise be to God, his mercy endures forever. But you are still not feeling good. Praise be to God, his mercy endures forever. But you still have the same difficulties as yesterday or last year. Praise be to God, his mercy endures forever. Can we say praise be to God, his mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord said, Ambushment against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Zion, which were against Judah, and they were smitten. A few verses later, they said, None of them escaped. Because it was not their battles anymore, it becomes the Lord's battles. It's his responsibility to make the increase. Amen. That's why the prophet would say, every seed will bring forth of its kind. If you need salvation, the seed is here. If you need healing, is the seed in the word. The word of God is a seed. Put it in your heart. Dig it. No, please. Same friend. Don't say, do not dig it up every morning to see if it is a sprouted. Put it there and leave it there. It's God's business to bring forth the harvest. You just leave it there. Water it by faith. Water it by praise every day, thanking God for it. That's what you have to do. Every time you dig it up, you delay it that much more. Don't come every morning. Is that the result already? No, that's not the attitude. The attitude is to come every morning. Praise be to God. Every morning, praise be to God. Every morning, praise be to God. That is business to make it harvest. So every time you dig it up, it will delay it that much more. It will never grow if you keep digging it up. When you sell it up in your heart that God's healed you, sister, you little boy, you brother, any of you, settle it in your heart and believe. Take God at his word and start testifying about it. So, sometimes Prabhupada will say, oh, God has used cowards because cowards don't testify before they see the result. They only want to see the result and testify. You testify God, the word of God, before you see the result. God will make the result happen. You start confessing the word of God before you see the result. The body will follow your confession. There is power in the positive confession based on the word of God. Prophet continues, give it plenty of water. Fertilize it. Watch what takes place. The word of God will produce just exactly what it says. If that's not the inspired word of God, I wouldn't be standing here. 
Let me tell you, if that was not the inspired word of God, I wouldn't be standing here. If it was the word of a man, I wouldn't be repeating it. I'm repeating it because it's not my responsibility to fulfill it. My responsibility is to repeat it. You and I to believe it. God with responsibility to fulfill his own word. In your own situation that I don't know, and I don't, sometimes don't even need to know, but God who knows it, he will answer that situation. I wouldn't believe it, but I know it's the truth. Heavens and earth will pass away, but my word shall not pass away. I, the Lord, have planted it, I'll water it day and night, lest some should pluck it up from my hand. There you are, God in his word, God speaks anything, he means it, amen. Oh, my. How can you say that you stay at home and be just as good as Christian as you would be at the church? You can't do it. Read the word of God. The Holy Spirit feeds on the word of God. The seed inside of you needs to feed upon the word of God. Otherwise, it becomes weak. Even though it's the word of God, it becomes weak. It needs to feed upon the word of God. It needs to stay in the right atmosphere. It needs to grow in the right atmosphere. You need to fertilize the word of God. Fertilize the ground so that the word of God can increase. The Bible is God's spiritual diet for his church. And the Holy Spirit is the one who brings it to you and places it in your heart. With thanksgiving, you water it. How do you water it? With thanksgiving. Oh. How many will say, Lord, I want to water your word of God by surrendering myself, by believing your word, by submitting myself to you, by praising you, Lord, by fulfilling what your word says, by obeying your word of God. Just let me water the word of God. Just let me sow the word of God. And it has been sowed. Let me water it every day by believing the word of God. If you water the word of God, it will not return to God void. No, sir. Do you think that it's something we can ask the Lord for this new year? Lord, I just want to water the word of God. I just want to sow it more and more in my field. If there are so many, you know, there are certain fields, certain field, if you put the right seed... The, the weeds just go out because they can't believe together. The same thing for the word of God. If you just put the word of God more and more, the weeds just disappear. They can't stay together with the word of God. Your, 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 our responsibility, let me put more word of God. Let me sow more. Let me sow more. Let me water it more. I know I'm repeating myself, but let it be a principle. God can help us. Instead of hearing so many sources, so many sow, sowing seed here and there from politics, from different things, and it comes and bombards our mind. May Mr. Google becomes our reference. Let the word of God remain our reference. What did Brother Barnum say before Google says anything? What is the seed that you put inside of you before Google puts anything inside of you? Your word of God is that save the Lord. I want to water the word of God. I want to meditate upon it. Oh, thank you, Lord. I even forgot I had my throat. I've been shouting, but sorry. <laughs> Praise be to God. Isaiah 55. Finish with this.
if it's a reference somewhere. It says, Oh, the everlasting, uh, Dr. Scofield put the everlasting salvation. It says, Oh, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, he that hath no money. Oh, praise be to God that we're still thirsting for him. How many are still thirsting for more of God? You are still thirsty. Come ye to the waters, and he that have no money. Come ye and buy and eat. Yea, come and buy wine and milk without money, without price. You don't have a price, but you can buy something that, has, that, has, that is beyond, beyond any price. Oh, Lord, give me, give me that wine of revelation. Give me the stimulation of the revelation. Give me the waters of life. Lord, that's what I want. Amen. Come and buy. You know, the, the, the word buy in the, in the Bible can reflect many things. You know, the foolish virgin, they, they went there to buy for it, for it. But you don't have to buy with money. You just need to surrender yourself. Lord, I want your word to be implanted in my heart. I'm thirsty and hungry for more of you, Lord. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And you, your labor for that which is satisfies not. Maybe last year that one we spent so many working here, working here, working here, working here. You neglect many things. You neglect your family. You neglect prayer life. You neglect many things. You neglect the reading of the word of God. Why do you spend so many time for the useless things that will never satisfy you? Nothing will satisfy you as the word of God can satisfy you if you are a real son of God. He is our satisfying portion. The Lord Jesus Christ is our satisfying portion. He says, Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good. Eat ye the word of God. Eat the book, amen. Eat the book. Sometimes it's bitter. Maybe it's bitter. In the, sometimes it comes bitter in the stomach, but it's still good for you. It's still good for me. Eat the book. Water the word of God. Eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Maybe the flesh doesn't like it. Maybe the spirit doesn't like it. But make sure that your soul, your soul likes it. The soul has no feeling. It's not, your soul has no feeling as, as the feeling of the flesh. The soul has the feeling that it has it to say, this is the word. This is me. Amen. This is me. This is me. This is for me. Incline your ear and come unto me. Here and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. A moment to say a bold statement here. The, the covenant today, in order to be under the covenant, you need to be under the message of the hour. That's the token being applied in our lives. Under of it, even if you are a circumcised Jew, but if you are not under the token, you are out of the covenant. You are out of the, co the everlasting covenant if you don't have a personal relationship under the message of the hour. It's a bold statement, but it's true. Because the prophet says, just listening to that quote, I think it was an indictment. Could be mistaken, but it's been an indictment. So people believe in the blood, but they reject the plan to get to the blood, the word. The plan to get to that blood is the word. How can you believe in something and you reject the plan to get to it? 
you have to be, you have to accept the word to get access to the plan that gives you access to the blood. We receive the bleeding word. Amen. Oh, let's jump to verse 6 here. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is here. The Lord is here. The ministry of Badovana was to tell us that he is here. His ministry, his commission is to show us that he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's here, brother. He's here, sister. Whatever need you have, whatever need you have, he's still here. Call upon you while he's here. As we heard this morning, there will be one day when he won't be here anymore. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thought. Let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. To our God, for he will abundantly pardon. He will abundantly pardon. Special grace. Super grace. Amen. Rapturing grace. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, save the Lord. But for the bride, he knows he has special thoughts for the bride. I have divine thoughts for you. My thought that I have for you are thought of peace and not thought of harm. Because my thought after you, I want you to prosper. Amen. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. I'm winding up, but uh, just uh, finishing this. Uh, I think it was a good. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thought. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not either, but watereth the, the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bad, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the heater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which is pleased, but which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Do you believe God sent the word? Do you believe God sent the prophet? If you receive the prophet, let me tell you the word of God will not return to God void. One day on the day of the rapture, the word of God for our generation will go back to God and it will present the bride to God. This is how the trophy of the word you sent for that generation. Look at your bride today. The word of God will not go back to God's voice. It will produce a bride. Pure and adulterated. She is a virgin and stay with the word of God. Amen. That's where I'm standing. My focus is upon the promise of God. Let me water the word of God in my heart. <laughs> Amen. So he shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you unto singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the, 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 the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. An everlasting sign. It was an everlasting sign that was, that was given, a virgin shall conceive. Let me tell you, we have an everlasting sign. Now the, the word that was in Mary, the word of God is in the bride. We have received the everlasting sign. We have received Christ inside of the bride. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Prophet says, now the only thing, and I like this quote, the only thing we, you, 
message believer know it. The only thing, the little tree, you stick it in the ground and plant it, it has to grow. It has to draw the moisture from the ground and it has to draw more than what is lotted portion, than its lotted portion is. You have to draw more than the lotted portion. You have to draw more from the word of God. The exhaustible fountain, the inexhaustible fountain of God, you have to draw more from it in order for you to grow. Don't say, oh no, I've already heard it before. No, continue drawing from that word more than your portion that you thought will take. Continue to draw more from it. You have to give it plenty of water. And when you give it water, it just drinks, 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 till it can't hardly drink no more. It just starts pushing out. Let me say, when it starts pushing out, does it stop drinking? No. It pushes out, but it continues drinking. And it says, it pushes out limbs, pushes out leaves, pushes out blossoms, pushes out apples. The apples was in the inside of it at the beginning. God already put the seed of God inside of us at the very beginning. But it has to grow. For it to grow, what you have to do? You have to drink more. You have to drink more. And it says, and it just has to drink. And every man that's born again in Christ Jesus, everything you have need of, your healing, Satan will afflict you. Satan will afflict you. Sure, he will. But... Everything you have need of in the whole life journey is in you right then. It will afflict you, but everything you have need of, it is right then. We are planted in Christ Jesus. You see what I mean? When you are born again and the baptism of the Holy Ghost has come into your heart, you have everything that you have need of for the journey. Now the only thing you have to do is start drinking, drinking, pushing out, drinking, drinking. Situations comes. You don't deal with the situation, you deal with drinking. <laughs> I like what Sister Susie said, and it, it stuck my heart. I already had that in my thought for this message. But when she just went online with what was, says, when the devil comes and I was going through those trials and situations that are hard, I'm not trying to deal with those situations. I'm going to the message that deal with that situations. I dig more in God. What do you say about that situation? Don't focus on the situation, on the problems. You focus on the word of God, and God will take care of the situation. God bless her. He's in the exhaustible fountain of life, and every man that's planted in him can drink and drink, push out, push out to every redemptive blessing that God has promised belongs to you, and it's your personal property. The devil hasn't got any tie to it at all. Musician can come. Can I say that again? The devil hasn't got any tie to it at all. It hasn't got any legal right. His legal right was spoiled at Calvary. What you need to do is drinking. How many can say, God, I want to drink more? Situation will come, but I want to drink more. Amen. Colossians 2, 19. Musicians are setting up. Just want to read it from my notes so that I don't have to take time. Oh, I didn't have it in my notes. Let's read it together. Colossians 2 19. Uh, sorry, I didn't give to you. Um, Brother Mark, sorry, I didn't give that to you. But Colossians 2. 
Colossians 2, 19. says, Beware lest any man spoil you. No. And not holding the head from which all the body by joint and bands, having nourishment, ministered, and knit together, increaseth with the increase of God. We don't want the increase of a man. We are the increase of God. We want to be tied to the head. People reject the head, but we want to be tied to the headship, and we want to be nourished from the headship, and all together as a body, we want God to give the increase, the increase of God, not the increase of man. Amen. That's what they thought. Do you love him? That was my message for this evening and for this year. Just an encouragement. Lord, I want to feed upon the word of God. I want to sow more upon the word of God. And I want to water the word of God. Praise be to God. Let me walk with you, Jesus. So let me walk with you, Jesus. No. Oh. 